When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of The Beats, presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of The Athletics. Sign up at BetMGM.com with that promo code, The Athletic Pod. I am, of course, Nick Bongrunner, along with Brendan Quinn. Coast to coast, we've got you covered here. Brendan's on the Pacific. Well, sort of. Hey. He's, he's not on the Pacific. In the Pacific Coast time zone. Anywhere the Pacific time zone. You're inland. In Vegas. <laughs> I'm, of course. Wow. Well said. I'm, of course, Jesus here Christ. in Michigan. <laughs> As we're underway. I'm not restarting, so we're going to keep going on this one. So, uh, uh, you're supposed to be the one that has his shit together for this I show. I got all man, crossed up after I had to read that um, that MGM thing that they make us do. You're you're coming off you're coming off the Michigan State Ohio State game and going into Michigan Ohio State. I thought you were going to kind of be keyed in. Me, on the other hand, I don't know, you don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day <laughs> it is. Las Vegas. I had to, it's Vegas, man. Yeah. It's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> are you out till four every night? Well, I mean, are you part of it is these games, bed? Are you getting man. a bed on time? Like the, the games are so late. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I know. I'm old, and ju- I'm incapable of just, like, going home and going to bed. Well, sure. I mean, because... Because I'm an idiot. What was, so, uh, what was uh, the first one? The Michigan played at, like, 1230 Eastern the one night, right? It was, like, 930 Yeah, yeah and it was, oh like, the, the day I got here, like, I landed oh. at, like... It was like 11 p.m. Eastern time, and it went over to the arena for the oh. game like that night, and it was just like like I was getting I got like into the into my hotel room that night at like 4 a.m. I'm like, well, well this is just a di- absolute oh God. disastrous like yeah. everything's gonna be screwed. Yeah. I'm done. I have to do this for eight days in a row. This I'm old as shit. This couldn't I'm all have broken. Worse. <laughs> you couldn't have gotten off the worst start of the trip. But uh, yeah, it's the hoops have been uh, okay. There's been some good games tonight. Is Michigan or Michigan? Jesus, uh, tonight is Gonzaga UCLA one versus two. So that's big time. Cool. Tomorrow will be the Maui Invitational Championship game. Yep, that should be good. Thursday, no games. All Golf. Right. Yep. Golf and your Thanksgiving Friday, Thanksgiving buffet. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Friday, uh, Gonzaga Duke. Bo, getting the hell out of here. You leaving Friday night or Saturday morning? Are you going to be? Morning. Are you going to be flying over? Uh, this? Well, no. Now, yeah, are you bet your f- bet your ass that the Friday game, Buddy, Gonzaga listen. Duke, is a ten Eastern time <laughs> tip off, so I couldn't even catch a red eye if I wanted it. So are you going to be? Are you going to be flying over the stadium around that time? Like I think I'm going to be in the air were, during the game. That you were the so, one time when this happened for the second time for the second time the game the the spot the blown spot the blown or whatever spot? you want to call it. Yeah, I was air. in the air. I was in the air for that game, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in the air for this game. You going to pull up uh, 
Randstetter and Deardorff. You know, this is their last one together. No, man. I'm going to have it. Deardorf, I mean, it's on ABC. So Dan Deardorff the good thing is and Jim Brandstetter. This is their last this is Ohio State game. Yeah, they're done. Man. Uh, Angelique wrote, wrote that at the beginning of the year, that this is their last hurrah. So they'll have a new broadcast team next wow. season. But for Brandstetter, this is like 40 years or something. But Deardorff, wow. yeah, too. So. Wow. You have to catch those guys uh, as you're flying over the stadium. It could be uh, chaos again. Yeah, that's a that's an end of an error type stuff. I yeah, I'm hoping you know the good thing about a cross country flight is I assume it'll have a TV with the live. Oh sure, nowadays yeah, not back then. I'll get in there. I'll use some drink vouchers. I'll just sit there have a good time. I'm just going. I'm just going to be cooking up podcast takes. <laughs> you're going to fly. There'll be some nervous in the exit row. There'll be some nervous people <laughs> on that plane if you're flying from somewhere to Detroit. In the middle That's of that, point. Uh, in the middle of that game, God That's a imagine. great point. They're probably not going to appreciate me cackling, laughing anytime anything stupid happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Michigan, of, Michigan, of course, gets to ten and one by routing Maryland uh, in impressive fashion. I would say, yeah. You know, Maryland is a team that, um, you know, I watched that Michigan State game back before Michigan State Ohio State, and Maryland had them. You know, in a spot where that was a pretty close game in the second half, Michigan State made a couple of plays and pulled away. Uh, where it could have been close, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, but Michigan, this was never really, you know, they sort of dropped the hammer. Got a lot of stuff done in this game, including a lot on tape with Donovan Edwards, which I think is a huge deal as you go into the Ohio State game. Um, right. And just in general, you know, can't think of too many times, you know, they've had a couple like this where they've come into this game feeling pretty good about themselves. This is this is probably up there, I'd say, over the years that uh, – been around here that in terms of feeling confident, um, you know, I wrote this morning the you know, people have asked all year about, you know, what team would you maybe compare this to uh, of Harbaugh's and that first, right. the first one, the 15, 2015 is the one that I always think about and just kind of how that team felt in the second half of the season. They were very confident and that, and that Ohio State game ended up being a blowout loss to a super talented team. But I think people forget that they went into that game very confident. They played them close for a half and a quarter and then Jake Rudock hurt his shoulder and the game is over. So like, I think that they have enough sort of, that's where I'm coming, kind of coming around to in this long winded statement I'm making here, where I think they kind of have enough if they're at their best and Ohio state makes some mistakes to kind of, you know, to have a chance, but uh, you got to be perfect. And I think that's still the long and short of it. So, yeah. What do you anticipate? uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan stadium, Ugh. Being like, because there's that fine line of overwhelming anxiety <laughs> that yeah, almost gonna, like turns you into a subdued I think, crowd. I think there's versus be, this, the yeah. rabid lunacy, right? I think it's gonna be. I don't know where it's gonna. I think tip. it's gonna be subdued because um, I don't think either team really knows what to think or either side. Mm. In sixteen, mm. trying to remember now, twenty sixteen, Michigan fans were confident, right? Like they, I if I'm remembering right and putting myself back there. Obviously, I think Wilton Spate's injury probably played a role there, but I think they were, you know, if he's healthy, right? Like, I think that was the mood from people that day. And I remember trying to be down in Columbus, like, that was kind of what people thought then, too. Like, they were kind of like, well, we'll see. But, you know, we're Ohio State, so <laughs> obviously we think we're good. But both right. sides, I think, were like, hey, I think we're pretty good here. Probably, you know, going to win this football game. That that was that energy. This one, I wonder if it'll almost be like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm not really right. sure. Which is also a cool kind of atmosphere because it usually turns into like unhinged <laughs> like rea- <laughs> reactions later when, yeah. when they all kind of boil over. 
yeah. but that's what this feels like to me. I mean, just vibing with people to like, you know, the Michigan people certainly think they have a chance if they cut it right, right, and play it perfect and be opportunistic and all these things. And you're looking at Ohio State and they're saying this, you know, like, hey, we're still Ohio State and we are loaded. <laughs> so if you didn't catch that game and- Saturday, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what more proof you need. So, yeah, same old, same old there. Technical difficulties, folks. Sorry about that. Blame me, as per usual. Okay, we're back after some technical difficulties and some breaking news on the podcast. <laughs> we see here that uh, per, it looks like uh, I'm seeing it. I don't know who broke the story. Chris Fanini. Oh, it looks like Penn State. Football's announced it. Chris Fanini uh, tweeted it as court, uh, ten, 10 years for James Franklin. A 10-year contract for James Franklin at Penn State. What? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get uh, too deep down in the woods on that one. I, I do wonder if um, that signals that signals teams wow. and, and programs. Maybe. This is this is great this statement. <laughs> this is great. What did it say? Pence, quote: This is this is this is Franklin's what? official statement in the press release. Penn State's future is bright, and I'm honored to continue to serve as your head football coach. Nine weeks ago, the administration approached me about making a long-term investment in our football program. Nine weeks this ago. prompted numerous conversations outlining the resources needed to be competitive at a level that matches the expectations and history of Penn State. Translation, ignore the fact that of these recent years and the results. It's actually the ex- fault of the program standing in the larger scheme of things and is not... How many, how many extensions has he gotten? <laughs> Ten years, folks? You want to keep... Hey, does anybody want to call Paul Feinbaum and see if he's got any comments on that one? Or are we just going to talk about Harbaugh forever? I mean, like, <laughs> right. at some point a spade has to be called a spade there, guys. I mean, I, that's all I'll say on that one. Ten years. I mean, I understand wa- wanting to be consistent. You know, I think that there are teams out there, programs out there that are starting to see the merits of that. Like, if you've got a guy that is pretty yeah. good that maybe you should be willing to ride it out with him more. You know, that's not happening in the SEC, of course, as we see that you know, they're firing people every 30 seconds, just chaos. I wonder so. how much of it has to do with also the cycle that is occurring occurring right now, the coaching character. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. That, that, we, that we are in. These guys have... All the leverage in mm-hmm. the world, whether it's Mel Tucker, whether it's James Franklin, like yeah. they just have all the leverage. And it's not only because of like what, however you want to paint their success for it's the marketplace. Like a Penn State, a Michigan State wants nothing to do with getting into this. This going to be a disaster. It's going to be horrible. They'd be like the sixth or seventh yeah. most attractive job on the market, right? You got LSU. And you're dealing with you teams got. that are going to do things that you don't want to do to get a coach. Fair? Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Michigan or Michigan State or any of these teams up here, you're right. Yeah, Penn State too. Oh, when you're talking to LSU, USC, Florida. Big Ten in general. Miami. Yeah. You don't want anything to do with it. I'm sorry. You just don't. <laughs> Is Miami open? Did they fire DS? Uh, I think it probably will be. I mean, I, it okay. seems like that's the assumption that it will be open. Um, but that'll be open. LSU's open. USC's open. You know, if Washington's a better job than both Washington's of these. open, if Kiffin, right. if Kiffin takes Miami, you know, you got another SEC job open. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Florida's open. We haven't talked about Florida. Florida's open again. <laughs> just open. You know, just came open. Florida's open for like the sixth time in like 12 years or something like this. Mm-hmm. Like, how many head coaches has Florida had since Harbaugh's been <laughs> been there like four? Is this like <laughs> the third? Those will be the third head coach? I mean, my God. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, back to the back to Michigan. Back to the game. Back to Michigan, Maryland here. Uh, yeah, did yeah, did yeah. you see any of this? Do you have any thoughts on this one? Before I, watched, I watched some of it. What you think, think about a little bit? What you think about? I mean, uh, what you think about this one? I I don't think Maryland's very good. Yeah. First of all, um, I thought it was a really good response by a uh, yeah an experienced team though in right, in yes. in a bad spot, a potentially bad spot. That weird Saturday afternoon where it kind of starts getting cold and dark, and no one gives a shit, and half the crowd's 100%. kind of rooting for you, and half the crowd's indifferent. Yeah, <laughs> and and you just you know you have one really bad quarter where you just kind of turn it off, and then suddenly a team bangs you for two touchdowns, and you realize you're about to piss away your entire season. Michigan didn't do that. No, they went out there and they were like, "We're the better team," and then they just beat the hell out of them. And you know they're showing some big play stuff. Which you're gonna you're gonna need, you know. I, I don't know if I would have shown a trick play against Maryland. Well, Maybe keep that in the pocket. Yeah, against that's, what, that's what the reaction day. was that I saw from people. Um, but I think you nailed it because I think that the this team has sort of shown the difference all year in subtle ways. And, and I think even in the loss, you know, and I would say this like, you know, they lost to Michigan State. They didn't have their best game at all. Uh, they didn't play well, mm-hmm. um, or at least not up to their standard, I suppose, in terms of not making mistakes. Didn't coach well. Wasn't their best coaching day either. But you know, they got better after that. They didn't get worse sure. or stay the same or lose a bunch. They got better. They kept grinding and they got better. And I think that the way they've sort of been able to boil the season down to almost like one set of downs at a time, um, they have the the right mix for that. And um, yeah. it's been noted, and I think this was a perfect example of that in that they just came out and hammered a team. It was never something where you were just going to screw around with them or whatever and, and kind of you know, look at the scoreboard or see anything or see what Ohio State did or not care one way or the other and just go out and do your thing. Because, you know, I think this is also a group that probably, you know, was counting down how much more time they have together, right? Like, I think that mm-hmm. these these types of teams, when it gets this late in the year, you know, these games that you as fans sometimes maybe don't think much of are huge deals to these guys, you know, like huge deals sure. for some of these guys to get in the game, you know, late like this and make plays and I think that's happening right now. And they just seem like they're in a really good spot. And I think that was a difference. Like I had people ask me before the game, like, you know, well, I think Maryland's pretty good. You know, I think they can maybe give Michigan. I'm like, yeah, they're, they can give them some tests, but I think that if all we've seen to this point holds up, their focus should be enough in this game to just plow right through this. It shouldn't be a problem. And it wasn't. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that was good to see for them. Yeah. So, one thing I wanted to ask you about, I actually made a note of this. It's like I was looking. You, you wrote a, a good column, I thought, coming out of that game, and uh, and so because I'm a lunatic, I accidentally clicked on your tweet and read the responses. No oh boy. And um, never, and there's this notion good. of like, yeah. th- there's kind of this notion out there of like, hey man, you've written this story five times <laughs> in the last seven years. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter until they play Ohio State, oh, and I'm like. God. That's, it's, so what's reductive. the level of like that, uh, what's the level of, right, of that just being overly reductive and like it's pathetic. nonsensical it's pathetic. versus like, well, at the same time, yeah, like this is what you measure yourself up against. And if you can't measure to that, then what, what else is, 
Yeah. Than what is everything else worth? You know what I mean? So of can course. you kind of talk through that? That's all this. It's all. First of all, that's tweeted by someone who's not reading the story. I don't care who the person was. <laughs> first of all, you know. And to say that that's written every year, to be clear, you can go back and check, my man. Yeah. The receipts. Yeah. They're all online. Every word I've written for the yeah. last seven years, my friend. Go fucking check it. Take that shit somewhere the fuck else, is what I would say on that. <laughs> Other people have written the same stuff for seven years. Not yours truly. That's wow. what I would wow. say to that one. I did not know this was going to get this second, spicy. This is excellent. On the second part, you're not wrong in that it is true that, yes, mm-hmm. you have to be able to beat your rival in, uh, on the macro scale. Like, this is all important stuff that all has to happen. It goes without saying at this point. He's 0-6. Like, we say yeah, it every right. day. We say it every day. Everything everyone writes is this guy has been nothing close to what they thought he would be. That's what the story of the last two years has been. Every single day. Okay? Like, every single day. And the story of this team, in particular, is incredibly different from the last four, at least, I'd say, or three. Mm. In that, you know, they've had a togetherness that's been different. They've worked. Um, They haven't really cared what anybody else has had to say. They've just... The coaches, I think the moves he made this year was, you know, they've all hit, which has happened before. We'll see if it continues on and on, and, you know, down the road. But, I mean, for this moment in time right here, this has been impressive stuff. And I think that, you know, if somebody's mad that Michigan State got boat raced and that Michigan won a game and now Michigan gets a stage, that, you know, fine, I get it. But to say that, sure. but to say that you know, we everyone's just running the same thing. <laughs> like, I mean, some people <laughs> probably do, but, like, no. There's... There's, you know, you need to pay attention. There's nuance uh, to this story that goes a lot deeper when it's over seven years. I mean, all that ground's been plowed, as old Harbaugh would say. <laughs> like, it's not like that stuff right. hasn't been talked about into the ground every single day. So, yeah. What are the most reason? What are the most reasonable things if you're a Michigan fan? What are the most reasonable things to hang your hat on to have any belief that this is different than every other one? Um, I think that the most reasonable, <laughs> the most reasonable thing is the, is the, um, notion or idea, or I think you can say, I would almost, it's as close to a fact as you can get with something like this, that they're not going to quit, you know, that they're going to play the full game. I think that that's, that's what I would say here. I don't think this mm-hmm. team is going to get rattled. You know, the thing we talked about when we watch, and we'll talk about Michigan State here in a second, as we talk about Ohio State, you know. The thing I was disappointed watching the Michigan State for Michigan State on that end was like, not that they got overwhelmed or avalanched by Ohio State, but like they got punched and did not respond. They got punched and staggered and just kind of like, oh God, you know. And it's like, uh, what what do we do? And all of a sudden, it's you know forty nine nothing or whatever. And it's just like, right, you right. can't have that. Like they just did not have the ooh, you know, for that moment and that stage, and. For whatever reason, you know, they were thin, they lost some guys, guys were hurt, they didn't have the full group. Michigan does. Michigan's pretty healthy. They've been through a lot. You know, I I think it's a little... I think that's what I would say when you say, you know, what do you have to hang your hat on? I think it's it's the the idea that when Harbaugh says the whole, like, we're going to do this or we're going to die trying, it's like, on a deeper sense, it's like... We're gonna We're going to shoot every bullet that we have. You know, we're mm-hmm. not going to leave any stone unturned. And that's... That's the whole year. I mean, if you've really paid attention to this 
from the start of the year, as we've talked about on this show and everywhere else, and I know our listeners, I got hot there at somebody who probably isn't even a subscriber to the show that you ask a question about. But, like, um, <laughs> that really was a great they all know. classic gasoline. I mean, thing. they all know, right? I mean, it's just like, yeah, they know yeah. how this goes, and it's it's a long process and all this stuff. But um, But I do think that this team, unlike other teams, has that whatever to sort of not just, like, fall over the minute they get punched in the mouth. We'll see. But that's so happened in this in game the, before. In the last game, the Michigan State game, mm-hmm. right, Ohio State would outclass them at every turn. All four, every turn. All five spots, right? Offense versus defense, back, backfield versus passing game. Yeah, there was nothing that – it was bad. Both sides of the ball, uh, special teams, coach, it, it was just yeah. – Two different teams that are just worlds apart. Right. Are there any aspects of the game, any matchups across the ball on either side, where you think like Michigan, <laughs> right, can can have an advantage? Well, because otherwise, how the hell this does is this what happen? I would say? <laughs> it's not. It's not having an advantage. It's this. I think, it, and this is how I would cut this. Like Michigan State, when I look at that game, and, and Mel Tucker said it at the end of the game there. Uh, and he's 100% right. And what I just said is a, is, a, is a factor, too. Like, and it shouldn't be overlooked and over, you know, they they had an issue with guys not not feeling the moment and disappearing in that game. I mean, they just did. Mm-hmm, That's, mm-hmm. you don't get, you don't go down 49 nothing or whatever it was at halftime if you, you know, if that doesn't happen. And it did. So that's a problem separate. But, and this kind of ties in, you know, it's recruiting. We, we need more guys that can win one-on-ones. That was Mel Tucker's. Sure answer at the end, which is 100% accurate. And Michigan has more guys that can win one-on-ones in this game on offense. Defense, good luck. You don't have a lot of guys that can win one-on-ones in this game, except for Hutchinson and Ojabo. Maybe Daxon Hill, but I don't even. I wouldn't put him in there. O- Hutchinson and Ojabo are the two guys that can maybe make this thing if you can get you know, your zones fit right, your coverage drops right, you got to be physical with these receivers, you can't let them get free releases, you can't let them get free paths underneath, you've got to reroute, right. you've got to rub them, all the stuff, and just be assholes and grab and pull and get in the way. I mean, you've got to be able to throw sand in the gears. Michigan has more guys, I think, than Michigan State that can do that on the back end, but you don't have enough to stop them. So, like, that... What I think the game comes down to is you've got to be able to score in the 40s and you've just got to be able to get enough stops, kind of like Oregon did, you know, enough stops in that game to sort of, if you can bother them enough to get them off kilter for a couple drives, maybe you get a couple punts, you can turn those into points. Now you're ahead of, you know, you're ahead of the sticks or whatever in terms of the back and forth. If you can stay there, like, that's the recipe. So for Michigan State, that was going to be that was the same recipe. It was going to be incredibly difficult for them to pull that off. It's going to be very difficult for Michigan to pull off. But the mm-hmm. difference between incredibly difficult and very difficult is pretty big. You know, it's not nothing. So I think that's what I would say. I think that Michigan offensively, you look at guys like Corum and Donovan Edwards and Andrew Anthony and Henning, Cornelius Johnson. All those guys can play in this game. All those guys can make plays. Against this defense, you know, if you give them a chance, you get them in space, deliver the ball, put it on time. They've got Eric All. They've got guys that can do some things here. But you know, this is the big one for Cade and the and the O line, where it's like you know, your run game can't vanish the way we've seen before in the Ohio State game. It can't be where you've just rolled everyone for 300 yards all year, and then you get in this game and suddenly it's 27 carries for 40 yards. 
And we're like, what the hell happened? Like, you know, all the 997 stuff they've talked about and all this, like, it's got to show up. So you have to be at your absolute best. But I think that they're, you know, that the path that Michigan State had was similar, but the result can be the same if you're not, right. you know, stabilized when the game starts. And they're. When the game starts, that's when the game that, starts. To me, yeah. is, and Michigan State you know, wasn't. I, I, that's the bottom line. I saw, I saw a Harbaugh's comment yesterday about like this is this is when the playoffs begin, and I get like I'm sure some people were probably like they made fun know, of him, but fun Mel, Mel said the same thing the week before. But it's a hundred percent true, right? Yeah, it is a hundred percent true. So yeah. like you you need to go into the first possession of the game yeah. being like. This is for the national. Yeah, you know, this like is you, for everything we've ever done. You need to yeah, treat right. that first possession as if it's like the whole right. thing's right now because they just bang you. And when Ohio oh, State baby. bangs you, man, like oh, oh. one touch, one touchdown in the first quarter feels like three. <laughs> You're immediately just like, oh, they just shit. take your they're soul. Going, like they they're just... going to murder uh, yeah. everyone in the stadium. You know, like, and I would say that the tongue but like. <laughs> the best way I can describe it is okay. 2018, I'm we're sitting up there in the press box, uh, the one where Michigan got beat, like gave up 60 points, wherever it was. Mm-hmm. And on the first drive, like the first drive of the game, when they got that, they had the single safety back, and they got those dudes out there split, and they let them run those crossers. And you could see from upstairs how wide open they were. You were like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> they're going to score 150 points." Like, Orion was right. sitting next to me. I'm like, they're not going to stop them. They're going to score every time they throw the ball. Like, they do this thing to you where they put on display how much slower you are than them. Yes. If you want to test it. And, like, yeah. they will let you test it, and it will be so demoralizing. And I think that that's, yeah, like, you're right. I mean, it's like, if you're not ready at the and, start, it's over, man. And I do, I do wonder if it's helpful that... You know, Michigan already played Michigan State, and now ha- you know is able to watch the film. I think that's play. always helpful in this game for them. You yeah, know, right. and, and like because there were some quotes. Um, reading Colton's story, he had like one quote from someone at Michigan State that was like, "You think you know how fast they right. are, yeah, and then you kind of go through the first couple of plays, and you're just like, it's a different. Oh yeah. my god, right? So um, being able to kind of cross match those almost of of you know, you know what it was like to play Michigan State and here's those same guys with these dudes running past them yeah, like yeah. they are standing waiting for a bus <laughs> you know so so like a you damn know you better cone. Like, yeah man like <laughs> these guys these guys these receivers here now are like spatial artists on a football field. Mm. Their mm-hmm. body control mm-hmm. and athleticism, they are a different kind of... I mean, they're all just phenomenal athletes, right? And, and when we think about receivers, sure. we think about the guy that can just go screaming down the field at a 1,000 miles an hour, which they can do. But, like, mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba and, uh, and Wilson and Olave, they're all like this. But what they do that's different is they get to a top of a route and they have a wiggle or a shake or they turn, or they do something with their body that changes direction without losing any speed, <laughs> right? And so yep. you yep. are on your ass trying to, like, keep up with this guy who's doing all these things, and it's that little wiggle and little turn that they'll do with losing no speed, that agility and that short mm. area quickness. They're impossible. In these windows, like, 
I'm writing something for Friday, like just you're going over every single thing and what you can do in terms of coverages. And it's like, I just kind of was looking at it. And I'm like, they have a cover two beater, a cover four, a cover three, whatever. It's all these guys and anything they can do. They, if you give Stroud that extra half second of time for them to sort of create the top of a route, it's over. You can't cover that. You're asking your guy to cover three full seconds. That's hard enough. But now when this mm-hmm. guy's got the got you in the palm of his hand and on a string and you can't do anything with him, it's like an amazing point guard, right, who's got everybody everybody on a string. It's like three awesome point guards out here that are just crossing people over and, and just playing with you. And so, like, that's what right. these guys have done to people all year. And Stroud has that NFL arm, has the big stuff, can do all the things that we talk about there. And it's just... You got to be able to, like you said, you got to be able to find little moments in the game, and which requires you to be ready for war the minute you walk mm-hmm. in the stadium because, like, it's going to be the hardest game of your life. I think that's the yeah. that's the thing that I guess is hard for some coaches and team coaches to get into teams' heads over the years. You know, you hear, you know, I've heard hundreds of times all these people talk about, you know, that so and so. You know, is Harbaugh taking the Michigan game serious enough? Is Brady Hoke taking the Michigan game serious enough? Is Rodriguez and all these people taking it serious enough? And blah, 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 and all this stuff. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, I think that they are, but at some point, like, you've got <laughs> like, it's really difficult, and you've got to know it. And you've kind of got to do it and see it. And sometimes I think you just have to have the right type of guy to get that into their head, you know? Like, this is right. going to take something that, D'Antonio had some teams that were good at that. You know, they could kind of distill that, like, this is going to take something that is not normal, that is a- above what we normally have. And we don't know, right. you know. And so, those yeah. teams that if if Ohio State turns the ball over, it's you score touchdown. You have to, right now. You can't yeah. take a turnover and then punt it back to them because right. they're going to then just hit you on a 70-yard touchdown. You're going to be like, well, shit. That was a waste of over. time. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's just demoralizing. Every mistake you make yeah. just gets magnified that much mm-hmm. greater because they won't give you anything back. You know, and every time you give them or let them off the hook, you just, you know it. So it's not just the fans in the building when you're like, oh, that was a missed opportunity. It's like everyone down there is like, well, shit. Like, yeah, that was, we all know, guys, that was a missed opportunity yeah. and we're not getting it back. So, like, yeah. the, and the it's funny, a brutal the, the, game, yeah. Hard, hard the as The funniest hell. thing to me is that we are sitting here having this absurd conversation and no Michigan fans listening anymore because they're just like, well, I don't want to hear <laughs> I this. I can't take but it. But, like, yeah, right. the, how normal it is for Ohio State is just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. so I was at I was at a book yeah. watching the game on Saturday. Yeah. Right? And, and they're just cooking them, man. The, the room was half Ohio State. Sure, fans. yeah. They could have given a shit. <laughs> just another day at the office. You know, they just started hitting up all these touchdowns. It's like, oh, yeah. About time. Oh, wait. You know, yeah. like, like any other team just just dismantle, yeah. right, a top 10 conference mm-hmm. opponent like that. The people would be losing their shit, right? It'd be a whole scene. They could have been. <laughs> it was as plain as day. It was like beating Central Arkansas in a bye game in September. You know something? Like. Ne- our, our buddy Nezzy always tells me uh, that, you know, Ryan Day has never lost a Big Ten game. Um, I don't think, right? I think he's undefeated in the Big Ten. And um, obviously Michigan hasn't lost to Ohio State in a long time. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day is like 50-2. and two. If he loses, if he loses this game, like, they're going to make him pay for his own transit home. Like, I mean, it's not acceptable. <laughs> like, that's what this has become there. 
And so uh-huh. I do think if you're Michigan, you have to start using some of that against them when you can. You have to be like, hey, Ryan Day, I know Urban Meyer, the crazy loon, can handle the pressure mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. nut job, crazy situation that you guys have built here. Can you? Right. Because I got to tell you, sure. Ryan, I got to tell you, Ryan Day, it looks like you've packed on a couple pounds over the last few years. You don't look, you don't look as good as you did, once did. So if I'm Michigan, I'm like, hey, he looks like he's pretty stressed. They look like they're pretty stressed. Now this this is the narrative yeah, I'm here that's for. That's what is I incredible. want. Like, so right. for Michigan, you say we need to put some stress on them in this game and see how they react because that's kind of been the thing where it's like this is a different. Ryan Day's coached this game once. 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 Yes. He didn't get last year, right? And so, and he's an awesome coach. Like, I, I shouldn't have said that. He's game, like, whatever. But, like, he's an awesome <laughs> you know, coach. I, 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 would oh, gain, I, like your... I would gain 700 pounds if I were a coach. He's an awesome coach. I... But the, the stress of this and, like, all the expectations that ride on it, I mean, my God, it's crazy. Like, to your point, like, it's nothing to blow Michigan State out 80 to nothing. And then if you lose this Michigan game, heaven forbid. I just the- I lo- personally I'm all on board. I think you need to write a column. This needs to happen. I think <laughs> when both teams come out, Harbaugh should yell across the field. Hey there, don't, barrel ass! Don't blow it. You're looking, you're looking a little thick. Don't blow you it, know, big boy. Just- <laughs> like I mean, that's what Michigan did in the '90s. I mean, anybody who wants to act like it was something different is talking a different memory than I remember. Michigan was always a team that walked into that game underrate of the lower ranked team or higher ranked, whatever you want to call it, and would right, come right. into the team that was like supposed to have it all on the line. They'd be like, don't blow it. And then they would blow it. And then it would be like, <laughs> whoa, shit. You know, like Michigan State has done to them. Well, of course, uh-huh. never with the same stakes. They were not as good, obviously, as Ohio State. But like, right. yeah, I, Urban could stand up to it. Trestle could stand up to it. Like, and crazy at crazy levels, obviously. Mm-hmm. Can Ryan Day? I I still don't know. I I think that that's still a question to ask. That's a machine, man. That Ohio State thing. Damn. I mean, it'll kill you. Like if you're not, (laughs) like if you're not on top of your stuff. Like there's a lot on the plate, and I just like he has not been doing this that long. You know, like (laughs) that's that's sort of what keeps kind of going in my head. Where I I watch them play, and they're so good. And I've spent the last couple days going over all their offensive stuff and it's like they're so good and he runs such great stuff but there are times when like it'll just sort of be funky or off and you can look at like the just stress dripping off of his body on the sideline because it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. one thing is off and now you're punting and the whole stadium's like what the hell is this it's only seven to three against nebraska in the second quarter ryan <laughs> you know and you're just like yeah oh, sorry guys you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that I keep like thinking when I'm watching these games, like the Oregon game. To think to what's what's going on in his head. You're losing this game at home. Urban, mm-hmm. obviously, the same thing happened. But the pressure, uh, you know, those are the things I guess I think about at Ohio State right now that people don't talk about. You know, and it's like sure. the pressure those guys are under, and they handle it every year on an insane level. And that's the thing I guess too that probably doesn't get talked about enough either is that Ohio State goes into this game every year with the exact same thing. Don't be the team that blows it. If you're all the th- stuff we talk about in the Michigan end of being like, hey, wouldn't it be great if you were the team that ended the streak? You flip it over and you're like, you want to be the losers who blew this thing to, yep. to these guys? I mean, that pressure is, I don't even, I can't even begin to understand what that would be like. So 
those are things that I think about in this game every time because it's there and it's real and people care about it so deeply as you've seen over the years. It's not fake. That's not made up. I mean, I've been around this long enough now to say that, that every one of these has been, the emotion is genuine. I've seen people look gutted, like to a point of like, are you going to be okay after these games, you know, and, and vice versa. You know, you've seen people uh, excited to the point of, are you going to be okay after these games? So, you know, it's, it's very real. And I think that, uh, that's still something for Ryan Day that I, I do wonder about. I don't know. Is that wrong? Is that not fair? Like nobody uh, talks no, about I mean, that. We'll that, find that doesn't out. get talked I mean, about a lot. And he's he's we'll such a out. he's such a good coach. Maybe kinda, it doesn't matter, you know. I don't know, but sure. It just kind of just. I mean, it's hard. It's hard when their talent gap is as dramatic right. as it is to really be. But like, the pressure okay, that the well, pressure that guy. comes with that, though, you know, sure, sure, is, a, is so um, crazy. And it's just, I think that sometimes that's when when you haven't done it for that long, we take for granted. You know, you take it for granted. You take Urban Meyer just doing it over and over again for granted, and it's like. It's not easy to do, you know. At some point, yeah. you trip, you know. At some point, you stumble. And to never stumble is a lot to carry. And right. it just gets harder and harder to carry that over and over again, you know. Do you, uh, do you have anything else on, on the game before we move over to uh, the Mel Tucker situation and uh, and Michigan State's close to the season? Um, I just think, you know, I think for Michigan folks – and I think most of them who are listening, you know, our listeners here and the people that we talk to and interact with understand that this has been a really good year for Michigan football, um, that this has been a good job, a very good job by Jim Harbaugh and his mm-hmm. staff to this point. It's not a job done, right? Like, I don't think anyone would say that. You, you're still sure. judged ultimately on what you can and can't do against Ohio State. But in, within the context of what was asked this year, um, and we've talked about that a few times on the show, but I mean, again, I'd say, I mean, especially after last week, you know, they're 10 and one. You think to Thanksgiving a year ago when they were losing to Penn state at home or whatever sure. on Thanksgiving week weekend, that they'd be 10 and one going into the Ohio state game next year. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, that's not something that anyone would have said. It just, it wasn't. I mean, they were rock bottom low last year. That was the worst I've probably right. Like you've been around for a while. I can't mm-hmm. think of a worse mood from people than the end of the COVID season. Um, that was, Michigan fans. It was miserable. That was miserable. So yeah. to go from that where it really did look hopeless, like if you were going to go forward in anything resembling that, that it was going to be like you are going to get the same result and maybe worse, to go from that to this, pretty good. And when you look at the coaches he brought in here, pretty good. Mike Hart. Yeah. Um, Mike McDonald, Matt Weiss, these are really good, really good young football coaches. Uh, Ronald Bellamy, that you know, that now have ties to this place and are going to have ties to this place for a long time, whether they stay here or don't, you know, in in the in the futures. So, Gaddis, Sharon Moore, they've all done a great job. It's been, you know, I think that you can't. Whatever happens, obviously you don't want to get boat raced and all those things, and you can't unsee. Right. You can't unsee things, which is what we're about to talk about with Michigan State. But, <laughs> but you know, like to this point, it's been everything you can you can ask for. But that's also like you're to the point earlier about the guy who's like you know you've been writing the same thing for seven years, asshole. <laughs> you get right back to this, and it's like if you don't if you don't if you show the same hapless, you are not on the same level in this game. Then what does it matter? Right. And to that to that point, that's not totally irrelevant either. So, 
both things at play there, but I think both things are true too. And I think that's, it's hard to sort out for a lot of people. And I understand that not everybody gets paid to watch this thing <laughs> as close as we do. Right. So sure. I get that, but, um, but yeah, Mel Tucker and the Spartans, not a good day on Saturday. Not a good day. There will be better days. Um, but that was, that was rough. And I, that was a, I, that was a bot. It was a body bag. Yeah. It was a, it was just a yeah. bad, not something that I expected. I, you know, I just didn't, mm-hmm. I did not expect, you know, I knew it was possible. I'm not going to say that I didn't think it was possible. Obviously, any team playing Ohio State has a ch- Michigan has a chance to get beat. You know, down like that. Obviously, in this game, we've seen right. it happen. Um, but I just I didn't think this team mentally. Um, I thought they were. I thought there was more there. You know that there would be more of a punch back. Not that mm-hmm. you'd take control of the game or something, but. I thought that it would be more resistance than zero, which is what it was. And yes. so to me, I would ask you the same thing because you've watched these guys this year. Like, I was surprised. I was surprised that they got knocked off the tracks and they never got up. You know, that that surprised me a bit. Did it surprise you? I mean, knowing that it's possible. Because you were not, you were yeah, you were I, of the I, mind I, that this I, was going to happen, I think. You were more of the mind that this was yeah. probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I thought the the Michigan State's defensive secondary, I was just like, well, this is just. Right, well, sure. It was a mess. The, the, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be open traffic lanes, yeah. you know? Like, when you get on the highway and the first thing in the morning before everyone else, you feel like you can just do whatever you want, drive it down the middle of the road if you want. And that was yeah. that secondary, you know? Um, the uh, Traffic cones. <laughs> traffic cones. Um, I'm not terribly surprised of the blowout, mainly No, no, like, but the, but the think, avalanche. You, you, the avalanche. The a- but the avalanche, when you think about it along the lines of, like, this team has no idea what this level of success looks like, feels like, true. experiences like, yeah. and you know they 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 beat Michigan. They won what was the biggest game on their schedule. They felt you know super and got a uh, great effort, right? Exactly inspired. what you needed in that game too, right? And at the same time, like you get to the show, man, yeah. and you've never been there, and nobody on that roster has ever done it. <laughs> anything like that well, in that type of setting life in the big city you know, brother just, the, just you're in the snake pit you know and you don't have any shoes on for god's sake and, <laughs> and pretty much and th- those guys they just i, I mean, think it went bang bang and then everyone looked at each other and said oh, oh fuck <laughs> yeah and that was the response and mel tucker can be the greatest goddamn motivator on the planet and he can have all of the sayings in the world, and he can be this, yeah. and he can be that. You're not going to go corral no. 70 guys no. and be like, hey, snap out of it. That ain't happening. They were shot. Yeah, that thing no. was over. No. And, and I think <laughs> and that... It goes off the rails, you, and then it's just done. When you open the second half, with, and people have been passing the old graphic that ESPN showed, or Fox or whoever had the game, the... Um, you know, Mel Tucker's keys to the second half were body language and effort or something like that or whatever. And it was like, I'd been like, okay. make sure we have a full tank. Right, because it was, in like, the it was like, bus. I don't want to see anybody like <laughs> punching each other on the sidelines in a fit of rage. And like, we have to play the rest of the game. And to their credit, uh-huh. they did play the rest of the game. They didn't, you know, totally give up and everything sure. else. So they were able to do that at least. But, and part of this is, like I said earlier, part of this is what you fix in recruiting. But part of this is also part of your evaluation on the roster as you go forward. Like, you did not have enough guys on this team that were on your bus Saturday 
You know, obviously you didn't have enough guys that were going to win one-on-ones. You didn't have enough guys that were going to compete. Right. That's mm. what I saw. You didn't have enough guys that had what it takes to not look around and say, oh, shit. And then, like, right. sort of, like, get out of the way of the train as it's rolling down the tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a problem. And I and I don't think, you know, they didn't have enough of those. And I thought they had more of those. I didn't think they had, you know, enough to win the game. I'm not going to say that, you know, that's something crazy, you know, I'm you know like that. But, like, I think if I'm Mel Tucker, I'm probably a little disappointed that I would have liked to see more from some of those guys that just put up, you know, you just didn't see any fight. It was, it was too much, yeah, too much shock. And it wasn't one guy. It was everybody. It was really everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I guess other than Kenneth Walker, who did look like make it, you know, he, he got them down the field on one drive. But everything else was just like it looked like they weren't capable of being on that stage, like you said. And, and they've got guys that are capable. And that was a challenge, I think, for them that they're going to have to overcome. Peyton Thorne said something you know, like, I'm never going to forget this day or whatever afterward. And I told Colton, mm-hmm. I, I told Colton, I was like, that's, that has to be what it is for them. The real competitors right. are going to have to take that as like, you know, I'm not going to be able to watch that tape back because mm-hmm. that was a team that was playing scared. You know, that that's what that was. That looked like children against adults. And that looked like the beginning of the Tucker era, right? right. Days that we talked about right. that we can't see anymore. And well, um, and the thing is, like, Tucker's been on the other side of that, too. Yeah. He's been at Alabama right. where they just you take took a team's teams that will. thought that yeah. took teams that they that thought they had some juice. So what? Yeah, and showed them how showed them how big the gap is. Right. And right. what does that say about what Ohio State thinks of you after mm-hmm. a game like that, where they took your soul in six minutes, mm-hmm. basically, because you didn't have right. enough to like rally the troops and you know gather yourself. It's not just about you know, and it's the thing Michigan would go through the same thing. It's not just. I mean, obviously you've got a talent gap here. I mean, there are things that are. But it's not right. just about you can't run with this guy. It's like if it's so bad that you're just giving them open, like you said, like you're just running through open caverns of like space, <laughs> then you're not even you don't even know you're not even there. And that that's what it was. Yeah. It's like everybody was in like outer space. They all like lost their mind. And you know, Mel Tucker's job at halftime wasn't some speech about how we, you know, whatever. It was like, hey, we all need to like put our helmets back on, go back out there put one foot in front of the other and make sure that we're here and not, you know, to a point where we're going to be 200 to nothing because like, right. I need you all to return to earth. And <laughs> like that, that was that, you know, that stuff that, yeah, recruiting is going to take care of a lot of that too. But like in terms of where they're at and where they're going, I think that that's a measuring stick piece here that that probably needs to be looked at. I'm curious to see how they respond this week, big time. And they're thin, you know, they've got guys banged up, but like yeah. Penn State's, Coming off the heels of re-signing Franklin to the ten-year contract, right? Everything's <laughs> everything's right we again. Have a, we have an update. You, you ready for the? You, do you want the figures on this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. What are the figures? He's he's setting the market. Oh. Uh, I think it it appears it's seven and a half a year. All right. To seventy-five over ten. With with, with a million for the insurance. So technically, in my book, that makes it eight and a half. Eight a year. and a half. Okay, so eighty-five a year or eighty-five total. 85 total. And uh, I think a big chunk of it's pretty guaranteed here. So M- Michigan State's going to pay Mel Tucker more than that? I guess. James know, Franklin's man. won the Big Ten. Been to the Rose Bowl. Right? Signed. He has signed recruiting <laughs> classes that Mel Tucker purports to be incapable of signing. But we have not seen right. yet. Uh, okay. 
I mean, hey, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. And I think that I've had no... Yeah, let's talk about... The, I don't think we've really... Have we talked about this? We talked about it last week, the, I guess. The contract? Bit, right? Yeah. No, because this, this started really popping oh, didn't we not? after we recorded last week, I believe. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about uh, it. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, in terms of these numbers that are being thrown around and the, the reporting on it that, you know... Hey, there were times last week I thought they. It sounded like it was done. I thought, I, I thought Penn was on paper. Yeah, Penn, and Penn it was is not now on paper. Tuesday of this week, and uh, and there's nothing official appears to have uh, right have come up yet. But um, I, I'm not reading too much into that. I, I still I, I'm well, guessing this happens. I don't know. There's, everything might have been. I don't know. Okay, let's premature. Well, I think it if, was just. Uh, I think it was uh, just framed. People, it's hard in these situations because these are very fluid. But I think that the mm-hmm. takeaway that needs to be the only takeaway from that that I took away that's like something that we can firmly hold is like okay that's a, that's a point or whatever is that you have someone at Michigan State that is like I have enough money that we can pay him up to ninety five million dollars right <laughs> I'm willing to pay him ninety five million dollars over ten years to be the head football coach at Michigan State we we have uh-huh. that money we can do that. With escalators and with staff pay and with this, we have the money to cover the package that includes 95 for Coach Tucker and whatever we need for X, Y, and Z. All the things we talked about, right? Which is all stuff they've been talking about for weeks, right? Like, we talked about that on the show the day after they beat Michigan. They they were talking about this, you know, what's the figure going to have to be and, you know, how far away do you need to be and all that. So it's stuff that's been going on for some time and it's not something that they haven't been paying attention to. But I don't think it was at a point where it was like... (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I don't know if it was a contract sitting on his desk ready to go, necessarily. And I don't know if, if you're Mel Tucker, if it was all the way like, am I going to let this go to the market? Am I going to wait until the end of the season to sign this to really see what's there? Which, you know, the end of the season here is one more week, right? Yep. Or yep. if you were Michigan State in that situation, or the people that are trying to put this together, I should say, in that situation, were you trying to get him into a spot where we need you to sign this, Mel, right now? We need you to agree or whatever right now. Like, I don't know. But that's what that looked like to me. And these are situations that, you know, are fluid and go on and on and on. And, you know, no matter what people say to anybody, that until things are signed and done in these spots, you know, it's all intent. You know, I mean, we've been over this with different things. So I think the point to take away is that Michigan State, as reported, uh, will will have the money to compete for Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not you think they should, I guess, is a different conversation i guess i haven't asked you what are your thoughts on this here my man as uh someone who knows the situation and the place pretty well Uh, um all things considered here what are your thoughts on the paying your coach all that money i get if it's you know the the thing that keeps on being touted is this you know private money private money private money private money that's great i get it and for sure that place is not in a position to cut that a number like that it, itself, and I think it'd be irresponsible to do so. But um, you know, yeah, it's great if someone's willing to, to do that. Um, but it reframes everything, man. You're running around with a with a, with a coach making almost a hundred million dollars, and he's the third, second, whatever highest paid coach in football. Yeah, it reframes what everything. Does su- yeah. What does success look like? What is success then? Well, I mean, he just said. <laughs> so you, you, 
competing for national championships almost immediately. That's what I would deem <laughs> you're trying to do. He said, right. I mean, what are we talking about now? Mel Tucker talked about, okay, let me start at this. If you're Michigan State and you lose, an, and I think Mel Tucker's a good football coach. We've talked about this. My opinion on him Absolutely. has not changed. I think he has. And they should do. They they should be doing everything they has, can to retain him. I think he has what it takes to be the guy that can yeah. get you all the things you want at Michigan State. No doubt. Um, and I think that you can pay him for that. And I think that you can pay him whatever you need to pay him for that. And I think you can, you can tell yourself you need to be competitive. Because if you lose him over money, you might as well just go to the MAC. What's the point? If you're not going to pay... That's what everyone else is doing. So if you're not going to compete, then don't com- don't bother. Like you know, like mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean. Like to, at some point, your financial commitment is going to have to go up. So like, I understand all that, but you know what? That's and that is totally fair. At the That's end of totally the day, fair. though, like you said, I mean, what it takes to recruit at Ohio to recruit to, at a level to beat Ohio State, what it takes is signing top five classes every year, top three classes. Mm-hmm. You think he can do that here? Uh, Michigan can't do that. Penn State can't do that. Notre Dame can't do that. Only five teams do that. Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and Clemson. And if you want to ask all five of those teams what they have in common, you can go pull their head coaches and their recruiting mm-hmm. coordinators and see what they have in common. I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen up here. Maybe right. it will. NIL is a different story now. Like, that's going to be something that we have to watch and change. I was talking to somebody today that told me something about NIL that is interesting that I don't know is finalized yet. But, I mean, that's a Wild West. We don't know how that's going to impact things. Could be a big deal sure. for Michigan State. If Mel Tucker can sort of capitalize on that, he's a savvy guy. I think those are things that you're looking at if you're Michigan State. It's like a full package of, like, we're walking into this pretty crazy you know, frontier here about college sports with NIL and all these things that we don't know where we're going, but at least we have a guy that knows the score and is at least going to be positioned to give us the best chance. I think that's what you're buying in Mel Tucker if you're Michigan State, and I think that's what you sort of have to put yourself in the market to be competitive for, but you're right. You have to then say to yourself, we have to be recruiting at Michigan and Penn State's level now. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. If you're paying Mel Tucker 95 over 10... You need to be recruiting um, at their level. You need to be taking kids from Michigan, Notre Dame, and Penn State every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. Not once either. Every year. And we don't say, oh, brave little, oh, look at those little guys over there. They scrapped, oh, they're scrappy class. Uh-huh. Oh, they scrapped in there and they got to, oh, no, 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 no. That's over. That doesn't continue. Right. When you when you want to walk on the big floor and you tell everyone you think you can get there, we don't say, oh, look at how hard they right. played. Like, so that's something that a lot of people, I saw it on Saturday, my man, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to have to adjust to that. So we'll see how that goes. And like, to me, this is, it's kind of like the opposite order of how things go. Usually it's like the major massive investment in infrastructure and building out the facilities and things like that, or, you know, getting a, a fan base to a certain point of like, you know, elite levels of attendance and and like those questions are no longer a thing right and yeah. and you have everything at a certain level and then okay well you're running this like a fortune 500 company now you're going to go pay your goddamn ceo right so right. now you go and get the guy and you pay him a truck ton of money to have the program where like they're still trying to get the facilities to where they want them yeah and they're still trying to get a lot of things to where right they want it to give 
the money first to the <laughs> to the coach is. I think you're okay. stuck. I think you you just kind of got to do. And I agree. Like, like, yeah, it's a hard spot. Yeah, like that, and that's the thing. And if it if if the money's coming where it's you know yeah said to be coming from yeah I I guess it's it is outrageous money. It's though. outrageous. It's outrageous. And this is it. This is not. You're gonna a, have people there that are not happy. It's I mean, it's not like I mean that's real. Like when pro teams spend their money. I never understand why fans get like upset when pro teams you know sign guys to money i'm like who gives a shit it's play money it's a billionaire has money and this is what they're doing with it who cares like it's a this is a a college it's a state institution you know know. what i mean so it like it is and i'm sure there are fans who are just don't want to hear any of that shit hey i get that too if that's your i get that too but it's that's how you want to look at it it's the same conversation we had with michigan when harbaugh got here it was like, do you mm-hmm. have the whatever, you know, the you know what, the stomach to do it, to do yeah. it, and it's going to take, and you're going to walk down that road that you don't even know where it's going to, because, yep, the you know, the expectation is going to be the expectation. You you want to be a big dog, you got to have the same expectation, sure. and and they had it, they Michigan State's had it pretty good when they've been able to fly under that radar. Yeah, so we'll see, and you can and you what can we check, said, you can tell yourself what we said an hour want. ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly about the market. Exactly. If if Mel left, and you're Michigan State and you're sitting there looking for a coach, yeah. Okay, great. You get to wait. You're eighth in line, boys. You know, and you better so, bring the brass knuckles. Like yeah, it's going to be a party, right? Yeah, like right. I, like, and you're going to be you're going to be what? You're going to be offering the same huh. deal that Mel Tucker yes. has at five and a half million you're dollars. You're going to have right? to go so, to the deep water, not to steal Mel's line. You're yeah, going to have to pay right. someone. So I think that the greater point you might here, as well just keep what you have. If you want to be a, going, if you right. want to be a team that plays the Big Ten football, right? Yeah, man. This and is now, what it costs. now though, there one element of this is. If if I'm whoever's cutting the check, if I'm Haller, if I'm the Michigan yeah. State, if I'm the president, if I'm the board, if I'm the athletic, if I'm any of these guys, I'm saying, listen, if we're doing this, yeah, I'm in every charge. year when every year when the coaching carousel comes up, <laughs> you're you're putting that sleep to bed, that shit to bed. Yeah, okay. we're not doing okay. it every year. Okay, you know, I like now that. you can't. I like that. now you can't, right? But like you you gotta there, you gotta make needs it to be yeah. a because level. You're right. You're right. right. You don't want to of be like, on fuck fuck that noise. We're not doing this every. You don't year. want to be on your, your your James Franklin 14th extension after the third it, year. Yes, right. Yes. Like, so anyway, and we're just like we don't even know what we're paying for right. anymore. Yeah, but. <laughs> so, oh my god. Anyway, uh, but man, I mean, it's just it's also just so dumb. I mean, college football is just college. I mean, and basketball. It's a lot. It's just <laughs> woo, just the. Uh, it's a lot, my man. A lot, a lot of cognitive dissonance. But yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. But right now, I have to go pick the kids up, so we gotta we gotta sign up. Oh, all right. Yeah, the important things. Yeah. The important things. All right. Well, Nick, this was a good chat. I am. Uh, <laughs> we'll unpack it more next week, folks. Who knows? It's Who knows what happens Saturday? Who knows what happens? Hey, if they uh, get with... hammered bad and we see something we can't unsee, that's a different story. But if it's competitive, then yeah, I mean, we got things to talk about next yeah. week, one way or the other. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um, so that'll do it this week. Hey, if you are not subscribed to The Athletic, this is the week to do Hell so. Oh, yes. Uh, our time. Black Friday sale in full swing, a dollar for 12 months. When you subscribe, uh, click on one of Nick or mine's stories and uh, subscribe That's from there. Give yeah. us that. Uh, yeah, we got, some, we, got, we got expectations to meet there, folks. It's not just Mel Tucker. So um, <laughs> you know, we, got, we got paying bills, too. 
So subscribe to The Athletic and be sure to tip your bartenders and servers. Yeah.